Welcome to NPI Tech Guys, your go-to radio show for cutting-edge managed IT services. Are you tired of unresponsive, slow service from your current IT provider? Discover a world where network security, data protection, and expert support come together seamlessly. Stay tuned to learn how to transform your IT experience and never worry about downtime again. Call us at 866-986-NEWS. And let's make IT great together. Happy to have you along, my fellow tech enthusiasts. I am Sam Bushman. I've got Jay Harrison with me. Welcome, sir. Hi, Sam. How's it going? Fantastic. Always keeping an eye on tech so you don't have to. Uh, We want tech to serve you, not own you. And here's kind of an interesting tale that I find fascinating. There's a term called RSS. A lot of people don't know what it is, but RSS stands for really simple syndication. And what it means is there's an RSS feed or file. It's an XML file that's on the Internet. And what that does is that pairs up notes and episodes and links to to, uh, audio and video files. uh, And it puts it in a format by which others can get it easily. You're notified if you have an RSS feed reader or a podcast catcher. Podcasts are nothing but glorified RSS feeds. Anyway, I bring this up because they were super popular. You know, 10, 15, 20, whatever years ago. Incredibly popular. Uh, And what happened was then it seemed like big tech didn't really like them, and so they kind of got rid of them. Uh, Google dropped its RSS reader and et cetera. And we thought that that was going away, and it was a disgrace to me because it's such simple technology but so powerful because this allows this really simple syndication allows for um, you to put up one of these feeds, And others can use that feed then, that file or that URL, that link, to put on their website. And if they have the right technology, then it can render everything from that link to your own site and just duplicate it across, across, across uh, websites and all kinds of places. It could be used in applications and everywhere. It was just syndicating content or making content available everywhere easily. That's why it's called really simple syndication. Well, anyway, so Google and all those guys got rid of it. And when Google did... Some people came up with um, with a service called the Old Reader, and that's a software program that I use. And the Old Reader is an RSS reader. It takes feeds from all over the Internet, and it puts them in a place where they're all gathered together. And then information is pushed through those RSS feeds from the content provider to you. So it's pushed content and usable everywhere. The reason I bring it up is so Google got rid of it, And then they got it out of their browser. So the Google Chrome browser doesn't read RSS feeds. So people bought or created other readers. People created all kinds of extensions and things to get around this. But it's been kind of a problem and a dearth uh, in the industry. Well, what I find fascinating now is there's a headline in TechCrunch that says this. YouTube, that's Google, right? YouTube to support uploads for podcasters by year end. In other words, RSS is coming back. YouTube's saying, look, you can provide an RSS feed of a video. So there's a lot of competing networks like Rumble, uh, etc., that are putting up videos everywhere, and Google's being left out. And Google's saying, hey, if you put your stuff up on one of these other technologies, one of these other platforms, 
all you got to do is pop an RSS feed into our platform, and now those videos can appear on our platform too. And so Google, when they thought they were the control guys, they shut everybody down. Now that they realize they're starting to play second fiddle and all kinds of other technologies are starting to take the place of YouTube, YouTube's coming back and going, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're going to support RSS uploads for podcasters. Now that brings up the fascinating idea how cool that really is, but it also brings up how important this really simple syndication really is. So when YouTube now commits to RSS and then commits, they're growing their commitment to podcasters big time on their platform. All right. Um, I find it fascinating. Among the updates, they say there's new functionality that they've been working on in beta testing and pilot programs since the beginning of the year. Okay. Now, when you look at this, though, you say, wow, that's amazing. You're right, it is. It's very cool. But the best part about this is it, it, it lets everyone know that, you know what? YouTube thought it was going to be the rock star and just control everything and everybody. But new technology always comes to bear. And when people get too tyrannical on the Internet or take control too much or start denying access to other things, people decide they're going to do something different. Okay? So you can now add... By the end of the year, RSS feeds to your own libraries within YouTube music. So now what they're doing is they're creating private music channels that people could share with one another via these RSS feeds as well, including Apple Podcasts, Overcasts, and others. And it'll put YouTube music ahead of Spotify and others because they're supporting private RSS feeds now. Believe it or not, Spotify is the only app that doesn't support that kind of functionality right now, the only platform. And so, look, people are subscribing elsewhere to gain access to these private feeds. People love music, but when there gets to be 20 million songs or 50 million or 200 million songs, after a while, it's like, I can't even use it. I'd rather see Jay's playlist or a friend's playlist than I would to see the whole world, if you will. And so people are starting to realize that there's ways to communicate and they're realizing that they've been out of this game and they want back in Jay that doubles down and shows the value of podcasts and how ubiquitous and how important they have become when Google and YouTube and all these other people are going, we got to be in the podcast business. We got to be in the RSS business or we're going to fall behind. Ooh, that tells you something. Now I just listened to the Republican debates and I'm, I'm not trying to go off on a Republican tangent, but I bring them up because um, in the Fox Republican debate, they promoted their podcasting and they promoted their uh, application, uh, so, uh, it, even on their radio platform. So they're realizing they better be in this space or they're going to fall way behind Jay. And I find it fascinating. They have made dedicated podcasts one of their top navigation options on all their systems it's youtube it's google it's fox it's everybody is starting to back into rss feeds becoming in vogue again and podcasts really taking center stage jay this is really saying something it is and i i don't know why um 
Google kind of moved away from RSS. I, I think maybe because, it was because they thought they had control of everything and they didn't want to communicate with anybody. They wanted to lock everybody else out and they lost the battle. Yeah, I don't think they like push so much. It's just a, a theory, but they they want to be able to control what gets pushed to the user and be able to put in ads and stuff like that. They it it kind of prevented people. If you have everything that you want being delivered to you, you don't have to search it out. And Google search and ads, I mean that's. It kind of cuts out some of their stuff. So I think they kind of shied away from it. But now, like, YouTube is becoming second player. You know, people, YouTube has had its peak already, and they're, I wouldn't say they're on the decline, but they're not. You, people like TikTok are blowing them away right now. And so they're going to do everything they can. And Spotify will do it, too. I, I, I bet you Spotify will be supporting RSS, too, uh, very soon, they're if not by the to. end of the year. So here's the point. I don't want these big tech folks deciding what they're going to push to me. One of the beautiful parts about RSS feeds is it's push slash pull. Let me explain. I pull by setting up the feed saying, yes, I'm pulling the content to me by setting up the, the connection. Then I say I allow them to push to me. Right. So I choose, but they push. It's a perfect scenario of letting the user be in control, uh, but yet automating content delivery, Jay. It's huge. Exactly. It is, and it allows you to automate what you want to see. If I say, hey, I want to follow everything that Sam does, or I want to watch every uh, – whenever TechWatch Radio releases an episode, I want to be notified of it. Push that notification to me so I can get it, or push that file to me. Go ahead and load it up into my reader or my player so that it's ready to go when I want to hear it. Um, and I, don't, I, I think it's good. I like to, to see this resurgence of RSS. Hey, man, watching everything Sam does might get kind of scary and a waste of time. It's either going to be boring or super scary, depending on when you watch, right? Well, I, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I think Sam, uh, as long as you're watching everything Sam puts out publicly, I mean, you, you may not want, like, you know, cameras in his house or something, but you, that would be different. That's right. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm just saying it's crazy creepy when we want to watch everything everybody does and that's kind of the society that we've got ourselves into that i'm warning against look it's a it's agreed if i put out a tech watch radio broadcast or tech watch tv show or whatever i do podcast hey it's great to keep an eye on all that uh, it becomes kind of weird when people want too much information paparazzi style on too many people it starts to just go you know what leave people alone give people some breathing room they want there the are no rock stars. we're all god's children and let's behave like Let's treat each other with respect and deliver privacy to everyone. You got to start live streaming twenty four seven, Sam. People can watch you sleep. Never gonna happen. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's how Twitter started out, though. What are you doing? Was kind of the question, right? Yeah. And now look what we've turned into for good, for bad. Now but it's mostly AI, politics. It can be and is taking things too far, Jay. Yeah. So there, an AI um, studio called Fable Studios recently demoed a new platform. Um, and they, they, what they did was they, they mapped out the entire town of South Park. You, you've heard of the TV show South Park. Uh, they're still yes, in syndication uh, and, and are creating new shows. But they, they mapped all the characters, all the locations, set up a virtual town, and made it to where you could simply— They got, like, way creepy. Jim. Yeah. You could type in just an idea for a script, and it would generate the entire episode. I mean, it would it would just plan everything out, the dialogue, the, the everything— Anyway, they kind of, this was a couple of weeks ago when the writer's strike was going on. And so their timing was a little bit poor because people took it really badly, like especially or in Hollywood. The timing is perfect to demonstrate the technology. It depends yeah. on which side of that discussion you're exactly. on. Exactly. It depends on which side you're on. But a lot of people got highly offended when they set up this thing. And they just did it. They don't even own the, the rights to South Park. They just used South Park because it was an easy, it's a simple, um, graphically, it's simple. 
the 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 sets and all the locations are very well known. They, I mean, they've got hundreds of episodes to train the system on, and so um, they yeah, they released it very but, well to the office too. The more known and the more nuanced and the more broken down and the more you know, the more people have it memorized, that the more the easier this is to make happen because it's just so standardized that you can plug everything in. Yeah, and exactly. That's where this AI really sings is when you have all the components that you can plug in. Then it it appears and becomes very smart. But it's because everything is there, right? Yeah, because well, it's pre-trained. South Park and The Office would be equivalents in this. Well, regard. no, The Office would be a lot harder because you have live-action um, people. The South Park is just yes, almost looks like are cardboard so cutouts now in terms of what they do, in terms of how they behave. You know, for example, if it's going to be Michael, then it's going to be going off in some psychotic, weird, sideways thing but he's really smart kind of a whatever and you know you 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 can plot these characters and ai can really make them sing too i think that ai could write uh an office episode you know like a script for it easily uh generating that making it look realistic would be a lot harder than generating a south park episode for sure but that's why they're starting with South Park. Right. The next step is an office or somewhere like that is the point. Yeah, um, people so have said there, there overall, was a... Well, then what's the consensus? Is it a failure? Are people happy? Are people going, this is awesome? Or are people going, uh, oh, well, this is scary? Just like, like you said, it depends on what side of the fence you're on, right? If you're a producer or a network, you might think this is pretty cool. I'm, I want to learn more about this. If you're a writer, you're going to be highly offended. You're going to be thinking you're going to be one of these people that are, they say 40,000 people are... or Actually, I think I, the last I read it was 1 billion people are going to be... Uh, upended in their job because of AI over the next ten years, um, you they may be one of them. But um, you know there was a there used to be a YouTube channel. I think they took it down, but it was a it was a generated thing. But it it was a knockoff on Seinfeld. They didn't have the rights, so they used different names. But you could tell by the characters which who was supposed to be what. And it it used AI and it just ran twenty four seven a constant episode of Seinfeld like. Uh, it's interesting the the things that they're going to do with this kind of technology with AI. They're going to be able to do episodes of Tech Watch with Sam and Jay and and all the people that uh, contribute and stuff like that. Certainly, Ben and Chris and you know, there's two Jays by the way for Tech Watch. There's Jay Hill that's the uh, owner of uh, Network Providers Inc. and there's Jay Harrison that's the co-producer with me and uh, you know. A co-host of the show, etc. And you know, do you think they're going to be able to just write this and, and and be like me and you and everybody in the mix? I don't think it'll be as good, but I might be biased. <laughs> but yeah, well, I think they I could absolutely. I don't want everybody following Sam Bushman's around every move, and that gets there's, close to that, doesn't it? There's enough audio for Sam Bushman on the radio after what 25 years that you've been uh, doing broadcasting that an AI could easily deep fake Sam. So. Because when you say deep fake, let's be very clear. Not only could it come up with the scripts and the responses and the slogans and phrases that I use, but it can even duplicate my voice electronically now, can't it? Absolutely. I, I, Sam and I did this a, a while back when Ooh. ChatGPT first came out. I said, write an article about, I don't remember, it was about liberty or something in the, in the persona of Sam Bushman. And it, it nailed it. Sam was even impressed at how well it wrote. It was so good. And I'll tell you why it nailed it, by the way, folks. Because it did use some of my phrases. It literally went out on the internet, the yeah. blogosphere, whatever you want to call it, and it literally grabbed phrases that I use. And so if it was doing a technology show, it would say things like, we keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. Right. It would say, th- say things like, hey, we want tech to serve you, not own you. It would say things that, uh, okay, that I say, and it, I, it, this technology is shocking. And I know it seems like we talk about it all the time. The reason we do is because it's the next frontier in the changing of the world. Uh, you remember the, um, oh, what are the, what are the different ages of things? 
we're in the technology age. I don't know what they call it. Oh, like the you have the steam age and the industrial age and the information age. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. The information now we're on the age. AI okay, I know age. What this next age. It's the AI age is the only description I have for it right now. But it's as disruptive as you could possibly imagine. And you think it's not disruptive this very second because you're only seeing the beginnings of it. You're seeing people play with chat GPT and you're seeing people do these fun things. And at first it's kind of interesting. It's fun. It's weird. It's scary. It's happy. It's laughter. It's cry. It's everything at the same time. But you wait until this technology starts backing its way into your life in a meaningful way. I'll give you a quick example to, to kind of finish up this uh, portion of the show. Um, right now we write media posts for different things. And we used to have to just think up and write up the posts and think up and find the taglines and think up and find the hashtags and all the different things that we we're going to do. And it was painstaking and it took a long time and you'd, you'd sit there stuck because you kind of have a brain cramp and you'd be kind of stuck. And, well, now all you got to do is you got to just go in and even these tools that help write posts have AI bots built within them. I use Social Pilot. And Social Pilot has a bot, an AI bot, ChatGPT, right built into it. So I can simply say, look, I want to write a, a, um, a, a quick article or a post. You can, and, and I want it to be this many words. And I want it to talk about AI, ChatGPT, the Seinfeld episode, um, or the South Park episode, or the Office episode. And I want it to um, you know, talk about how AI is able to produce these episodes in a meaningful way. And I want hashtags related to it. I can give it a few words. And it will come back with an article and the hashtags and everything with small adjustment. It could literally be published like boom. Yeah. Now, amazing. once in a while, it gets totally out in the weeds, though. And so you've got to really monitor what it produces and read through it and make sure that it's accurate and everything. But it takes jobs that used to take hours, literally minutes, and it's written better, I'm telling you, than you could write it yourself in even hours. In a fraction of a second. shocking. And so you think that it will change life. You ain't, and I know that's kind of a bad language usage here, but you ain't seen nothing yet. Um, it'll revolution. You have no idea how powerful it will become and where it will find itself. The places and the uses and the reality is so disruptive. We haven't even begun to understand it yet. Jay, I want to leave on that note. I agree. So the, the uh, thing I was reading, it says, 1.2 billion people will have to be retrained because of artificial artificial intelligence. And then when you say retrained, that's a, a game changer. Think of it as you need to learn to stand on the shoulders yeah. of artificial intelligence now. In other words, you can't just be the brains in the outfit now. You have to be the brains to interpret the brains and the brains to stand on the shoulder and the brains to carry out the brains of all this knowledge at your fingertips beneath you now. You got to stand on the shoulders of that technology reality and be savvy in the deliverance and the execution thereof is where your next spot is. Now, I know that's a very vague description, but that's what they're talking about in a early looking summary right jay it'll be a paradigm shift that's for sure anyway we'll keep your appetite full of wonderful things all related to tech like we say we keep an eye on tech so you don't have to thank you for listening to tech watch